This is a Stroud Short Stories podcast. Stroud Short Stories is an independent, twice-yearly, live-lit event. I'm organiser John Holland, and today I'm bringing you one of my favourite Stroud Short Stories, read by its author. The Apocalypse Alphabet, by Nastasia Parker. It's from the October 2016 Stroud Short Stories event. Nastasia Parker wrote her first story at the age of four, and somewhat later won the 2017 Gloucestershire Writers Network Prose Prize. As well as Stroud Short Stories, her work has appeared in two Bristol Short Story Prize anthologies. She gained her degree in writing and literature in the US, before landing in Dursley, where hiking helps her focus. The trees look dull brown, the hills grey and aged. The plains are small as insects from her house, their belches of destruction barely audible. It's over, she knows. Victoria's cities don't burn. Tomorrow will be good for playing outside, won't it? Her son asks, slipping his hand into hers. Red sky at night? Not this sort of red. She ushers Jack to sleep and sits half the night at his side. She is wearing lipstick and the dress her husband called hot. This morning she put them on and turned off her phone for the first time in weeks. The last channel still rocketing through cyberspace promised a great counter-attack to halt the invasion, but Hannah knew better. She didn't want to hear what happened to Jack's father. She wanted to feel it. She wanted him to feel her while it happened, to see her somehow, to see beauty. During the day, Hannah made Jack practice, tucking him behind the sofa to get accustomed to crouching small, staying silent. He managed two hours, and she rewarded him with the last biscuit. They practiced numbers and letters, too, since the primary school shut when most teachers were drafted. As more people were ushered to the defensive lines and more businesses closed, Hannah's creativity has contracted to a frail sphere of survival, and the problems she gives Jack now resemble the riddles plaguing her. If there are three tins of soup and five of fruit, how many do we have altogether? And the alphabet chant she's taught him, rife with reality. A is for ants, marching in a row. B is for basement room, where we can go. Jack was still singing the rhyme merrily that morning as he scribbled each letter. Once released from his studies, he puttered about the house, discovering objects of war everywhere. Saucepan army helmets, wooden spoon pistols. For one more day, she's let him think war is a game. Now, as the eerily illuminated night falls, there isn't time to wonder if Hannah's husband was quickly shot or tormented for hours. No time to imagine what wounds desecrate the body to which she was inextricably linked, or whether there is no body, merely bomb-blasted fragments. There's no time to wonder if he did, indeed, see her in his last thoughts and find comfort. She ignores the friends banging on the door, wailing about the end. She doesn't need their battle news. She sensed the loss before the blaze. A steady stream of traffic winds from the town, on the route passing the house. The ants are marching. They won't get far enough away, not all of them at once. At least Hannah has a plan B. She considers plan C, though, flirts with it, wonders if it notices her lipstick. C is for capsule, washed down with a flask. As she feeds her dog his last meal, scraps of meat with a dash of cyanide, he whines in excitement spiked with doubt. 
It's been so long since she spared meat for him. She holds him in her lap and wonders if they should all partake of the same dish. There's no time for this either. Under the ancient oak by the road, Hannah rests the dog's body, cupping her hands to plough leaves over it. The leaves are damp and cool, life on the brink of decay. If they're all that will remain of any of this, she thinks, maybe it won't be so bad. She's crying but doesn't pause to notice. Cars moan past, far down one end of the road, flashes rend the night, the suburbs alight now. In the opposite direction, another gleam, taillights, no doubt, traffic stopped where it's trying to join the highway from the city. Car horns sound reedy and helpless against the rumble of explosions. Uh-oh, says her son, rising early and trotting to the window. Jack wears his father's t-shirt and it flaps around his skinny legs. Red sky in the morning, better take warning. She already has. She tells him the dog fell in love and moved in with his dog bride's family overnight. She tells Jack, it's time for our plan. Pack one bag of your favourite toys. They huddle underground in the cool damp, with a slumbering scent of decay. She and her husband dug the little room before he was called up, and she stocked it before the shops shut, back when the TV still insisted defeat was impossible. Now, approaching shell slams rattle the pyramids of canned food and shake Hannah's meagre supply of faith in Plan B. Their shelter might hold against ground fire, but what about bombs? Close your eyes and imagine fireworks, Hannah whispers, and Jack obeys, his fingers woven together in front of his shins, his eyelids almost translucent, spidered with delicate veins, in the limp white glow of an emergency LED strip. Surely they won't search when they come. They'll expect everyone to have fled. They will be delirious with triumph, bloated with victory. Surely they'll just rampage through. An explosion even closer. She switches off the light. Jack reaches for his teddy, and Hannah clutches her own bag. It holds wedding photos and what's left of the money. The poison, should it come to plan C. C is for capsule washed down with a flask. And should she be prevented even from that? With shaking hands, she reapplies the lipstick in the dark in case they find her. D is for deal. Give whatever they ask. That was The Apocalypse Alphabet by Nastasia Parker from the October 2016 Stroud Short Stories event. The next Stroud Short Stories event is on Sunday the 19th of May at the Cotswold Theatre in Stroud. Tickets have now sold out, but we'll be back again in the autumn for another exciting event. The story you heard today is from our new anthology, which has 57 stories by 45 authors from the last three years of our events. It's available from local bookshops and Amazon and in paperback and Kindle editions. I'm grateful to Laura Bing for producing the podcast, to Ed Holland for the music. Thanks very much for listening.